This is Tell Me More About It with Jess and Brian, the podcast created to help ISU school psych students navigate the program. Today, we'd like to tell you more about Doc Internships. Part 3, Preparing for Interviews. So Jess, tell me how your week's been going. My, well, besides my infected finger. <laughs> <laughs> and what, you did that because you were cutting some I was trying to chop vegetables. my uh, finger off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know that you actually can bite your finger off because it's like a carrot? Have you ever heard that? <laughs> what does that mean? You can bite your finger off because it's a carrot. That means like, like I'm not going to bite the infected because that's gross. But like, no, it's a I got like. I, this, but my brain is telling me don't bite through it, but really I could bite through it like a carrot. <laughs> You've never heard that? Oh my gosh. Well, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, you could bite through anything, right? Like, why? why? But like, try to bite through your finger. Your brain's not going to let you bite through your finger even if you want to. Oh, what you're saying is you can't bite through your finger. <laughs> you could, but you can't, no. Because your brain won't let well... Depends how badly you want it, right? Yeah, that's true. Because, like, if I wanted to bite this infected part off my finger, like, so badly, like, I was going to die if it wasn't going to happen. Exactly. Right. My brain would probably let me do it. Yeah. Because, I mean, people have cut off, you know, like, infected fingers or yeah. hands or something like that. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. So, how long are you going to give it before you think about cutting it off? Um, well, since my insurance is up on Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Probably not too long. <laughs> yeah. So if it's not better by tomorrow, then you're gonna you're just gonna chop it. Yeah. Just okay. in case I need emergency surgery. Yeah. Um, tomorrow night. Right. What happens so, if your insurance ends at midnight and you're like in the middle of surgery? Oh, that's a really good question. You think they keep record of that? I don't know. Like I'm like, sure it's happened before, right? Mm-hmm. An alarm goes off, and and the done. <laughs> puts the scalpel away. <laughs> My finger is like only half sewed up. Like yeah, yeah. There's a couple stitches, but it's still bleeding a lot. <laughs> Can't do it anymore. It'll cost us millions of dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope for your How's... sake that doesn't happen. Oh yeah, thanks. So I think what you gotta do as soon as we're done with this, uh, chop that puppy off and go to the doctor. Yeah, and Have get it sewn up. Sewn up. Mm-hmm. I might. That's that's the next move after all my Zoom meetings today. <laughs> um, how's your week going? It's going okay. I was I've been watching this um um the last dance that yesterday. Oh yeah. Johnny. Have you been watching yeah. that? I saw the first two episodes. My dad was watching it again last night, like three and four, but I just didn't yeah. watch it with him. Okay. Yeah. It's like the only thing I've been uh, looking forward to <laughs> last Sunday nights. Yeah, it's been it's been really good. I enjoy it a lot. So I can't wait till uh, the Giannis um, documentary that ESPN does <laughs> in twenty years. And yeah, yeah, more than that probably. He'll probably still like have just stopped playing in twenty years. Oh, so it's gonna be longer. I yeah. mean, yeah. I don't know what time. What age do they stop playing? Like thirty-five. Uh, Mid thirties. Yeah. Okay, so he's he my age. So 26. Okay. He's actually younger than me. He's Does like, he have health insurance? 
I'm sure they get health insurance <laughs> somehow from uh, their yeah. contract, right? I wonder I, if it's suspended right now because they're not playing. Could be. <laughs> Maybe he was like he was getting surgery, and they had to stop because <laughs> the Bucks pulled <laughs> his insurance. Yeah. Okay. Um, great. So I think at this point, if you've been listening, you have narrowed down your list of internship sites. Yep. You've uh, figured out the appy. And now it's time to send that application to those sites. Yep. Right? Send it in. Send it in. Hit that button. Okay. So. The first thing we should do is talk about um, the actual match process. So remember when um, we were we were talking about buying a match code? I so, remember. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you buy a match code and then mm -hmm. you have your own site on the match and that's how you rank things. And so that's how the site will rank you too, by your match code. Okay. Um, but so what happens is you hit submit on the app you send all your applications in and then somewhere around like end of december january you get like an email or something mm -hmm. saying we want to interview you right mm -hmm. you yeah. might even be or not. We, or yeah or, or we don't, don't want to interview you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um you will get the we don't want to interview you emails right you'll get plenty of those um they don't feel great but you'll get plenty of the, we do want to interview you. And here are some days that we want to do that. Yep. So make it so work. So talk a little bit about scheduling those interviews. What was that like for you? Oh, it was, um, well, I had trouble with one site in particular. Um, mm -hmm. So scheduling was tough because you submit your, your applications at staggered points through this process. So I think November 1st is the first day, like November 15th, and then maybe December 1st, there might be some later. Yeah. But um, I got uh, very quickly a response from Florida State, which was the first um, place I applied. And they said, we'd love to have you down for an interview. Um, but it was before, the interview was scheduled for before I even heard from other sites. Wow. So I was really reluctant to say like, yeah, I'm going to, fly down there and spend the evening and pay the money to do that um, without knowing how many more interviews I was going to get and how uh, much money this was all going to cost me. Mm -hmm. So I had, to, I had to think it through, and I ended up just doing a, a Skype interview with them. Um, but, but that didn't hurt you, right? That's <laughs> where, where, <laughs> where I ended up. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing I had trouble with was a lot of these interviews are on similar days um, because all the sites in the country try to interview you within like a two or three week window. Yeah. Um, and so I, had a, I was in a situation where I had one site I had agreed to go interview at. And mm -hmm. then later, a different site said, we'd like to interview you, but we can only do it this day. Was this ISPIC and Nebraska? This was Nebraska and Virginia Beach. Oh, okay. I had committed to interview at Monroe Meyer, and then Virginia Beach said, uh, we'd like you to come interview, uh, get back to us in 24 hours, and I did. 
and they said, well, we only have this day available. And I said, I can't do it. Um, and what did they say? They said, um, good luck. Really? Yeah, they, they, uh, they, weren't, they weren't willing to um, open up their schedule for another interview. How'd that make you feel? Like, <laughs> I was frustrated. I was, I was really frustrated, yeah. Because I, uh, you want to you have as many options as possible, right? You want to get as many interviews as you can so you can figure out how much you like different sites. And so when I basically had to choose between uh, two different sites because they would only interview me on the same day, it was really frustrating. Yeah, so how did you negotiate um, the interviews and the scheduling? So mine was crazy. It took place over one weekend. Mm -hmm. I remember that. Yeah. Because we both, we both interviewed in Nebraska within 24 hours of each other, but I never saw you. Yeah, so I, so ISPIC was the day before Nebraska, and I wanted to go, because ISPIC was my number one choice, so I wanted to, like, be present for those interviews. Mm -hmm. um, so, actually, what I did, though, is I visited each ISPIC site individually in the coming days before the actual ISPIC interview. Um, I think it was, like, two days before and then a day before. Um, so I was like driving all around the Northern Illinois area. And then I went to Bloomington for the ISPIC interview cause I chose to be there instead of go to Nebraska's like open house thing. And then after ISPIC interviews, I flew out of Peoria the same day into Nebraska. And instead of like, I didn't go to their open house. I just went to the 30 minute Nebraska interview. Right, right. And the next day. And then flew out of Nebraska to go to Kennedy Krieger in Baltimore. But yeah, no. Um, but that was more, I think going, being present at the ISPIC interviews was more important to me because I had four of them mm -hmm. than to be there for the Nebraska interview because I only applied to one site. Or no, yeah, I only applied or interviewed at one site within Nebraska. Right, yeah. So no. there's some strategy to this. Yeah, yeah. I think I like I like your idea of emailing them and just being like sorry I don't think I can make it I don't think it hurts you that much but for some reason I had so much anxiety that it would hurt me so that's why I was mm. like I want to be there for the ISPIC ones but also ISPIC was my first choice yeah so yeah did you feel like prepared for the interviews for the actual sit-down interviews I think it, they really varied based on the site mm. I don't know if you agree yeah. Mm -hmm. Um at like ISPIC and Nebraska, they were more just asking questions about my experiences and that was easy to talk about, right? Because yeah. I've done it all. Um at Kennedy Krieger, they gave me scenarios. Um and were like, "How would you solve this case? Okay. Like, how would you treat this case?" Um a couple ISPIC did too. They were like they asked me about my hardest assessment case. Okay. So those questions threw me off um in a way that I wasn't very comfortable with um especially since being a fourth year my last real like thorough assessment case was my second year and so okay. I couldn't remember and they were like tell me every single assessment you gave and <laughs> the recommendations you made so that threw me off but overall I feel like I was definitely prepared what about you yeah that's funny um I think I'm trying to remember the hardest question I got. And I think just in general, any time that the interviewer asked me like mm -hmm. something very general, tell me about your, your training. 
or your experience? I was kind of, um, I found that difficult to answer because I, my mind went in a lot of different ways. Um, because we have so much. Yeah, because there are a lot of different things I could have brought up. And so I think I, I just started to kind of ramble a bit. Mm-hmm. And I wish I had more concrete game plan. Like, like, you know, I wish I had thought through what's a relevant experience for this um, site that I could that I could give. Because I was expecting more uh, pointed questions, like how yeah. do you go about assessing this, or tell me about um, something specific. And when they threw out these general questions, like tell me about your training at ISU, I that was didn't, a quite, hard. didn't know how to answer it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would agree. When they were like, tell me about your research. That's kind of what I felt like. I know about my research. I know exactly what I'm doing, but there's just so many aspects of it that, and I was in the middle of my dissertation. So it kind of makes me anxious. So that was really hard for me too. It's like, I don't know. What do you want to know about it? (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. That is, that's tricky. Um, Can you, can you pinpoint like your hardest interview or your hardest question? This is like so crazy that this was my hardest question because I've been at TAP for four years. Yeah. Um, but I had a question that was like, tell me about your hardest or just tell me about one of your behavioral intervention cases and like what the presenting mm-hmm. problems were and what you did to intervene and like, was that successful or not? And like how you track data on that. And that's what we do at TAP, right? Yeah, that's all we do. Yeah. But tell me about one. It was so hard because the ones that come to mind are like really tough kids where like maybe we never did find an answer or maybe there wasn't necessarily a strategic plan just because we were trying all these different things. Um, And so I wish I had thought more about like what is my case that I'm going to talk about. Yeah. That was really tough. Yeah. I have a... I have a memory of... It was actually at Nebraska. And and I think that um, the setting for that interview made me uncomfortable in oh, general yeah. because there's, there are a number of tables um, and a number of people interviewing at the same time. And it's just kind of, it's kind of frenetic. You know, it's not like you're in, the, in a room with the interviewers and can focus on them. There's kind of a lot going on around you. Um, but I remember sitting down with a couple and they asked me like, you know, tell us about a, a certain case. And so I kind of fumbled a bit and then came up with like one of my psychosocial cases and like, even as I started to talk about it, I was in my mind saying, oh, not this one, not this one, because yeah. I, I don't, I don't like this case or I don't, I didn't feel like I did. I didn't feel like I did a great job with this case. So I'm really worried about taking this too far, but I, I started with this case so that I had to keep going with it. Oh yeah. And then they, they asked me like, whoa, so why, you know, uh, why was it challenging? How did you overcome that? And I just, I kept wishing I had picked a different case. Mm-hmm. because I was essentially like well we didn't help him we didn't <laughs> right and it's <laughs> interesting how our minds go to like our hardest cases that we're like could didn't quote-unquote solve them right mm-hmm. like, yeah we I'm sure we helped but like we didn't solve them but that's because we're still thinking about them <laughs> yeah right that's a good point so I think that was my my toughest one did anything surprise you about the interviews process or the interviews in general I mean I found out more about each site there. And I was surprised at how different they were, right? Mm -hmm. I think I came into this process, and this goes back to something we talked about earlier, about putting a little bit more time into finding out the differences between sites. 
before you go. Yeah, and, and I think my biggest surprise was um, when I got to some of these interviews and I realized that this is, this would be quite a, quite a different experience than something else. For instance, mm -hmm. um, I think um, the one in the Houston area I went to, I didn't fully appreciate that the internship would be almost exclusively um, assessing behavioral disturbance. I'm sorry, emotional disturbance and maybe spectrum. Um, yeah. Autism spectrum disorder. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, I didn't realize that there would be no uh, academic piece, there would be no like uh, learning disability evaluation. Yeah. Um, but then when I was there, it was very clear. And I'm like, oh, duh. How did I not know this? Right. Yeah. Um, and I think That's... each site was something like that. Yeah. I feel like my biggest surprise was when I got to Kennedy Krieger. And like, I should have known that the pediatric developmental disorders track was with primarily like early childhood kids, right? I mm -hmm. feel like I should have known that, but I didn't. And so when I was in the interview and they were like, yeah, you'll be working with kids like ages two to five or three to six or whatever. I was like, oh, wait, I don't <laughs> want to do that. Right, right. That's not my favorite age, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I don't know, like uh, when you apply, it's like, oh, I would love this. But then you get there and you're like, wait a second. This, is, <laughs> this isn't what I want to do. I just like, applied here because everyone does or because it's a really cool hospital you know yeah yeah so it's an interesting experience because you uh in you know in a very good way you learn a lot about the site mm -hmm. and so you can make your decision based on that but at the same time you sometimes feel uh, a little dumb because you didn't realize this stuff before yeah um let's kind of go into like how you ranked them and how hard it was to rank or easy like when you were at the internship site did you know like this is where i want to go yeah that's a really interesting uh process and i think we all you know take a lot of time to think about it um so you go and interview at, at certain number of sites and then it's your job to rank those in order your top site through whatever and that is going to have a big impact on where you end up because your rankings are going to be combined with their rankings of the people they interviewed. Um, it's going to be put into a computer. Greg is going to push the button. And, and then... I just want to say, like, I had so much anxiety about this process. And APIC has a big description of how it all happens. And it mm -hmm. makes you feel so much better about, like, your rankings, like, actually mm -hmm. mattering and, like... Okay which you put first does matter. So I would suggest anyone to reach out to that APIC site and look at it um, for yeah. a better description. Yeah, so for me, more to your question, I came yeah. away after this process, I had interviewed at five places, and to be perfectly honest, I was not excited about any of them. Mm -hmm. And that was difficult because I wanted to say like, oh yeah, this is the place for me. I'm gonna really enjoy this. Um, mm -hmm. and I wasn't able to, to do that right away. Um, in time, when I kind of looked back at notes and thought things through, um, a ranking became more clear to me. Mm -hmm. But I also realized there were a couple of places that I just didn't want to go. Yeah. Um, and so I, uh, I didn't rank all of them. I didn't either. Because if, if you rank them, there's a chance that you have to go to them if it ends up. So if you rank something number five and... You match with that, then you go. 
Um, yeah, you have to go. So I only ended up ranking three, mm -hmm. which is not many, but um, in the end, it worked out. Yep. Well, hopefully you're not there yet. <laughs> no, yeah, we don't know for sure. Yeah, so this is the one site I didn't actually uh, go to in person. It may just not be there. Like it's just, oh, yeah. just a, a scam. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, sure, we'd love to Skype interview you. Yeah, <laughs> and they just put like, a, they have a green screen and <laughs> they imposed like Florida State University yep. on the back of it. Um, and it's just like a couple people in Alaska somewhere. You know, <laughs> messing with me <laughs> we'll see i yeah. guess august 1st huh it could yep it could be uh quite a surprise i feel like the ranking process was a lot different for me yeah tell us about I knew, it i knew where i wanted to go i had seven places to rank but i knew like the location i wanted to be in mm -hmm. and so like ispic i wanted to be in illinois and then i knew which ISPIC ones were like my top two, it was between the top two that I had a difficult time. But at that point I was like, well, I would enjoy going to either of these. So I took the full time to think about it, but um, yeah. because I was more location-based, it was easier, I think. Oh, so there's something about this that uh, reminds me. Um, you can like, you can change the rankings. You can submit them oh. and then change them. There's yep. like a deadline mm -hmm. in which you have to submit them. Um, so did you did you rank them and then ever change them later? Um, not my first two. Um, okay. I kept those the same, but yes, the at first I ranked all seven sites um, because I was like, I really should do this. Um, you know, I that's what everyone tells you to do. And then I really thought about it more and was like, if I got this seventh site or this sixth site, I would not want to go there. Mm -hmm, right. um, and they really tell you to rank all your sites because you, like you really should but I just did not want to move across the country for something that I wasn't really excited about um, of course so, yeah so the last day I took off the places that were further away and then I just ranked all Illinois sites oh really the last day okay so I could yeah. be at peace with like knowing that no matter what like as mm -hmm. long as I don't go to phase two I'll end up in Illinois <laughs> yeah yeah so I did not submit any rankings until the very last day. Interesting. And, okay. Yeah, because I was still, you know, I was still thinking about it. Yeah. And I wasn't ready, like, to commit. And even though I knew you could put them on and change, I, I, I wasn't interested in doing that. Yeah. And I remember, uh, I remember that because I was getting, um, I was making some professors angry. <laughs> they were asking me, so have you submitted rankings yet? And I'd say, no, not yet. And they, they. Uh, looked at me and said, you really need to, you really need to put those out there. <laughs> so after you submit your rankings, you have to wait like three weeks, right? To find out for match day. Yeah, it's two, it's a two week thing. I think we found out, I think we submitted like February 7th and found out February 21st. Is that right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, a couple weeks. Yeah. Cause they gotta, you know, they gotta maintenance that computer with the algorithm and they gotta, Yep. Type in all the numbers and then all those numbers. Greg, what's his name? Greg. Greg. Yeah. Greg. Puts they, all the numbers in and. APIC has just one employee, and it's Greg. <laughs> and he just does all of the work. <laughs> all of the appies go into like his inbox, and then he has to sort through, like what is it, three thousand? Yeah, and some of them go to his junk mail. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so he's got to fish those out, and then he has the number, and he has to double check it, and he has to triple check it, but it's like one match number, and then he has to type in all the the codes for the sites they go in. The it algorithms, takes, it yeah. It takes time. It takes him. I don't think he sleeps. For two or three weeks, he does not sleep. No. Greg is a superman. (laughs) He's got superpowers. Yeah, I don't think he gets enough credit, old Greg. Honestly, I didn't even know his name until you guys mentioned him the other day, so I feel bad. Growing up for Greg. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then it's not just that. There's a second round. So the guy doesn't... He does nothing but punch numbers in for, like, mm-hmm. a month or two. Yeah. Yeah. Because second round, if you don't get matched on February 21st or whenever that is, mm-hmm. then you apply within, like, a week. And then you submit your rankings again. So he has to do all of that one week later. The poor man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so at this point... Uh, you should know everything you need to know about doc internship. Yep. All right. Are we missing anything? Ready to go on it. Yeah, you should. Get all your ducks in a row. Pack your bags. Saddle up. <laughs> so, uh. Is it time for the weather? Yeah, so now this week I want you to pick a, uh, a, a city. Place. Okay. A city, town, or village. Anywhere in the world. In the world? Um, <laughs> this might take a while. Yeah, take your time. Let's do... Park City, Utah. What? <laughs> Is this a place you've been? I actually have, yeah. Okay, all right. My cousins are from Salt Lake City, so okay. Park City is not far from there. I have never heard of Park City, Utah. Okay, all right. So it's a mountainous region. Um, do you want to, I think I usually guess first, so you can go ahead and guess I'll first. guess first. Okay, so let's see. It's April 27, 2020. <laughs> At eleven fourteen a.m. Not there. No, it's a it different is... time there. It's a mountain. mountain oh there. yeah, it's ten fourteen there. Yeah. Uh, it's probably. It's kind of hot here today, so it's probably around like fifty four degrees there right now. Okay. Okay. What do you think? So uh, yeah, I do you know the latitude and longitude? I don't. I tried city. to think about it in my head, but it was taking too long for me to picture it. To, to process it all. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I'm going to go with uh, 60 degrees. I'm going with 60 degrees. Ooh. Okay. Do you want to look it up or should I? I want you to look it up. Okay. Park City, Utah. Yeah. 58 degrees. So you win. Oh. Well, uh, this was a great time. And Hope you enjoyed. We'll see you next week, huh? We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.